Welcome to the Balance Bod Pod, where we talk about all things balancing life and health so you can have your cake and eat it too. Or your donuts or your pizza or whatever your thing is. But seriously, health is the greatest gift that we have and it does not have to come at the cost of enjoying the fun parts of life. So through the podcast, we're going to explore and experience for ourselves what balance truly looks like in our own lives. Stay tuned. Happy December, and again, welcome back to the Balanced Bad Pod this week. I want to take a couple minutes here before we dig deep into this episode, which is going to be all about the holidays, of course, but also more specifically Thanksgiving, since that was uh, last week. Um, and so I am recording this. This is going live on Monday, December 2nd. So if you're listening to it um, as it's live or the week that it's live, this will make a lot more sense <laughs> than if you're listening to it um, much after the fact. But I just wanted to share that my coaching, my holiday coaching program is closing on Friday. That is a hard deadline because I want to make sure that we have as much time as we can um, to dig into some of the holiday specific things and we are able to work together for a little bit before getting into some of the holiday um just the stuff that comes toward, you know, to the holidays, events, parties, actual holidays, things like that. So what you get with my holiday coaching program and, and what this, what I'm kind of talking about that is closing soon is it is a 12-week coaching program. This is so, so, so important. I, this is a very intentional number. I know there's only four weeks left of the year. That is, again, done on purpose because here's the deal. This year gets to be different. Like this year is going to be different. Every single year, most of us, if I find myself even falling into this trap sometimes too thinking of this or, or actually finding the appeal in some of these things where it's like, okay, this year I'm really going to get after it, right? It's Monday. I'm going to start fresh. I'm going to do it. And this year is going to be different. But we haven't actually thought about how it's going to be different or put into practice the necessary steps for it to be different. We're also going at the new year with zero accountability, right? So maybe you've got a friend who you're saying, look, I'm going to hold you accountable to working out. You hold me accountable to working out. It'll be great. And I know how well intentioned those are. I've done one million of those exact same things myself. And I also know how quickly that fizzles out. You get busy. You've got life going on. So I always, I always joke that the best accountability is paid accountability because I'm going to be there every single day. I'm going to be there asking you how things went and talking to you about your plan. And, and really, we're going to create solid plans, not just for the general new year, but what is your step-by-step daily, weekly goal? How are you going to get to where you need to be? And if you have questions, that's what I'm there for. I'm here to help you. I want to reiterate, and, and this is a question I get a lot, is like, well, what is a behavior change coach? Because I talk about myself as a behavior change coach, as a health coach. And I want to take a second and talk a little bit about how I help and how I'm different and how kind of like the why behind what I do, how that differs from any other person that you see on Instagram or any other health coach that you know. And so first thing, um, I do this because I physically can't see any more people going through the same struggle of like, I'm, I know what to do. I know how to do it, but I'm not doing it. So I'm telling myself that I'm going to try and I'm going to, this time is going to be different and January is going to be it. And 2020 is my year. And I totally believe that it can be, but that is all hype. That is all the hype of the year and that is all the hype of the new year and the, the, the feeling of a fresh start that doesn't really even, like nothing is different. So our outcome is going to be the same. I can't see you do that again. I, I just love you too much to see you go through that pattern over and over and over again. This is why I do what I do. This is why I am not just a health coach. You don't need somebody to tell you what to eat and, and that you should be exercising. You already know that. Even with all the confusion that we have of like, should I be eating carbs? Should I? You, you know what makes you feel good 
for the most part. If you don't, I can totally help with that. But if you do, that's kind of where most of us are at. As I hear all the time, I know what to do. I know how to do it, but I'm not doing it. I help with that part. I don't help you to tell you, I'm not going to like, okay, so as a health coach, I'm not going to tell you here's what to eat and here's what to do for your exercise. I will absolutely, we can talk about it. Um, but you are leading the charge because I don't, I know that in the long run, your behavior change is not going to be spurred on by a meal plan. Me, I, You could pay me a million dollars. I'm not going to write you a meal plan. I don't do it. I won't do it. I have no interest in doing it. And it goes against what I stand for. And it's not because I don't think those, I guess, can be helpful in some scenarios. But at the same time, it stops you from thinking. It is kind of this mindless plan to follow where you don't get to evaluate how does this make me feel and what does this look like in my life? What What happens if I have dairy? right? So maybe this meal plan says don't have dairy because dairy is inflammatory. Maybe it is for you, but you don't know unless you try it and you have the ability to actually in the foresight to say, okay, I'm trying dairy. I'm adding this into my life intentionally. And I'm let's see what happens. Do I notice I've got gas or constipation or GI upset or acne or all sorts of, you know, different things that maybe if I put it in, I notice those things. When I take it out, those things go away, right? That's a great sign for me. Yeah, that's definitely an inflammatory food for me. And I should limit or be intentional about where I put that in my diet. I've got new information. This is great. On the flip side, you might find that you are following this meal plan that says dairy is inflammatory. And like me, this is this is true for my life. Dairy makes me feel significantly better. I know when I'm having like, for example, yogurt regularly, I feel much better. I'm more regular. I am just in a better mood. I'm My energy is better. It's so funny. But that for me is a big deal. So when I have that, I know that that is going to help me have my optimal body. And so if I'm just following a meal plan, I'm not going to get that. And what I'm also not going to get is any opportunity to, to do that with any other food. Because it's going to be this is what's on my meal plan. And this is what I'm doing. And this is my meal today. And I can't have that because that's not on my meal plan. I just don't do that because it it, honest, it goes against what I stand for. <laughs> not to say that if you're doing a meal plan, it's bad because you can be intentional about what is this making me feel. But at the same time, just meal plans in general, they're just they're the same as diets, right? They're there to do some of the work for you to give you a framework, but they rob you of the opportunity to learn, I think is really where that comes from. So I am not going to tell you what to do, how to eat, what to eat. Um, We can absolutely talk about it. We can sift through it and you can say, you know what, here's what I'm noticing. And we can say, great, what does that look like in your life? So if you come to me and you say, you know what, I'm noticing that I've got gas after having dairy, or I'm really struggling with, um, my focus at 3 p.m. and I don't know, whatever, that was a random example. But if you come, like, let's look at that. Absolutely. If you feel like, like there's so many clients that I'm working on who have gut issues, who have food sensitivities that we're, that we're kind of diving into. But the point is that it's led by you. It is driven by you and not by me. I, although am an expert in the field, I am not an expert on your body. You are an expert on your body. So It's all getting a little bit far from the original point that I was trying to make, which is what do I do as a coach? And that is, I don't tell you what to do or how to do it. I, no, I don't tell you what you should be doing. I I help you or even how to do it, I suppose, but I help you implement things that you are struggling to do because there is a reason that you know what to do and you know how to do it, but you're not doing it. I want to know why, why are we not doing it? What is the, what's the barrier that we're dealing with there and how can we overcome that so you can see incredible results in your life? And here's the deal. I have just a few more spots in this coaching program because what I what I what my entire intention for this was was to go through the holidays in a way that helps you to ta- really tackle them and feel great have a ton of holiday confidence so that you can just relax <laughs> a little bit you can go to your Thanksgiving and truly enjoy it you can go to your 
Christmas or your Christmas party and just you can just have fun you can just enjoy it like the point of all this is not to stress out and not to eat like crap for weeks on end because we had one Thanksgiving day meal or one Christmas meal that's not the point the point is to be with friends and family and eat food that you really only get once a year and enjoy it and not feel guilty and not have to punish yourself all the time and not to just put so much and I say this lovingly but so much drama behind all of it it just doesn't have to be that way I've got a client um who we actually had a conversation this last week and and we've been working together for about a year and so I asked her, how are you feeling? Because last holiday season, you were really stressed out. And this was a really big deal for you. You almost wanted to, we had started right before the holidays. And, and this this client had said, I maybe we should just wait until January. And being who I am as a coach, I said, let's work through it. Let's figure it out. Because if you if this is your struggle, like let's dig into that. That is why I'm here, right? Um, is to help you through some of the toughest times. And honestly, for most of us, it is the holidays in the new year. Um, and so she said, okay, let's work together. Let's do this. And at that time, she wasn't even, she, she couldn't really focus on anything. She wasn't tracking. She wasn't exercising. She wasn't doing a lot of the things that she was previously amazing at. So she knew she could do it, but we really had to had to figure out what is the what is standing in her way? What is the why? So we dug into that for her. And this holiday season, I'm just so, so proud and my mind is blown at the changes that that this client has had. She says, I feel incredible. I have zero out of 10 stress. Like if you're going to rate it on a scale of one to 10, it's zero. I have nothing. I've got zero stress. I am. She's already done um, shopping for everybody. She's done decorating. It is not even December. Well, I guess it's December 2nd when this comes out. December 2nd. She's got nothing left to do so she can just enjoy because that was the big struggle for her was a feeling of overwhelm. And the why was just that she like the why behind what that she wasn't doing what she knew how to do. She felt overwhelmed. She had so much on her plate. She was feeling stressed out. And there was a lot of, of course, other things that we, nuances and stuff that we got into in our conversation. But moral of the story, her um, situation is a complete 360. She says, I will never do anything different again. I will do this every year, every year, every single year because of what, what an incredible transformation it's been. And so I share that because I know that that can be you too. I know that we are, it's December, right? Like we are in the middle of the holiday season now. Thanksgiving is over. We're ramping up to Christmas. And this is, this is kind of the time. This is the time where we make it or break it, right? Maybe you had a really successful Thanksgiving. Maybe you kind of overdid it. And now you're feeling like, I don't really know what to do. And it's just four weeks and I'm just going to give up and I'm not going to look and I'm just going to focus on what I can do in the, in January. But the problem with that is what happens in January is that we've had four weeks off and that definitely skews our perspective because now we've had four weeks off. We're not feeling good. We're not maybe feeling like we look very good, right? So physically inside of our bodies, we don't feel good. And then we don't feel like we look good. Maybe we've gained some weight because we went a little bit crazy. We are so stressed. We're just not taking care of ourselves, which does tend to add more stress. And so the the things that look really good to us are like the really extreme stuff. The I'm going to go on a diet. I'm going to start Weight Watchers. I'm going to do, I'm going to do, um, I'm going to go crazy with my tracking. I'm going to do all these things, which is really common and super tempting, right? Because you are, you're in a place and you're very motivated to make some changes. But the deal with that is, is that when you are in that place of hating where you're at and feeling really uncomfortable, you commit to significant, like 16 times more than you can actually do. And I don't say that because you're not capable. It's because as, as soon as that feeling of, of like hating where you're at fades, there's no more desire to do some of that stuff. Like the, you know what I mean? Like the, the deep motivation, the deep drive to do that stuff is gone because 
so is the reason that you started is because I hate where I'm at. And if you no longer hate where you're at, that is not a good, that is not a good motivator. So instead, what my 12-week coaching program offers is number one, support through the holidays. You are here to have a successful holiday season. Like it will help to equip you with the tools and the strategies and the coaching support. This is so big. This is so big. I've had so many of you guys who've purchased my course, which is actually no longer on sale by itself before this exact reason, who have said, I want to work with you. Like this is amazing information, but without somebody to help me help me with a why, that is not like it's it's not as successful as it could be. And so that's why I actually took away the opportunity to just purchase the course because I know how valuable the information is, but information is only information if we're not doing anything with it. And so again, you can't really... And I'm starting to try to figure this out, uh, my footing, and, and if you guys have ideas or strategies or things you'd like to see um, in terms of support as, you know, coaching support for me or things that I offer, please don't hesitate to, to share that because I want to make sure that what I'm offering is really helpful for you, which is why you'll see me pivot. Like as soon as you guys are saying this isn't helpful for me, I'm like, sweet, I'm done with that. <laughs> Moving on. Um but this is why so many of you who have purchased the course um, when it was just a course are coming back and saying, can we can we work together? Can we talk about this? Because this information is so valuable. But if I'm not doing anything with it, if I'm, I'm still struggling to figure out why I'm not able to put this stuff into practice, that is where the 12 weeks comes in. We've got the four weeks for the holidays. We've got the four weeks in January and we've got the four weeks in February. The coolest thing ever is that most people are done with their quote unquote resolutions or, you know, whatever you want to call yours um, before January's over. Um, but you have support, like tailored support and one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions every single week where we're, where we're putting into practice some of the things that you're learning. But I'm also holding you accountable to what you say you're going to do. You say you're going to exercise twice. We're going to first of all make sure that it's a really realistic goal for you. We're going to talk through the how. We're going to figure out what exactly that looks like for you, what barriers are standing in your way, and then you're going to try it. And if it doesn't, in the next time we meet the next week, I'm going to ask you, how did things go? What's going on? How did, are you happy with the way that things went? Could you have seen any changes? Are you happy with, you know, with the outcome? Would you like to continue? All that stuff. And that was a lot in your ears for that. <laughs> but that's, those are some of the, that's like just brushing the surface of a coaching session. I can't, I wish I could like, I, I feel like I can't communicate like how effective and how helpful these coaching sessions really are. And so I, I'm sorry, I'm not doing it justice, but it is so the value of a coaching session is so far above and beyond just somebody telling you what to do and, and like how to do it, because you guys know that I want to know why are you not doing it? And what can we do? Like what exactly? And you to be fair, like, if you're not willing to get deep, I'm not the coach for you, because that's what I do. If you're not willing to be honest and to put this stuff into practice and to really work, I am I'm not the coach for you. But if you are somebody who is looking to finally see the changes you're looking for, and you're finally really willing and in ready to dig deep and figure out why am I not doing what I say I'm going to do or why am I not doing um, what why am I falling short why am I self-sabotaging those are all questions that we ask anything that starts with a why that's in my domain <laughs> if you are willing to do that and you are hungry for more information and you want to finally overcome these and, and put the work in which honestly is the same amount of work as all the all the I talk about it as owning versus renting all the time. It's the same amount of work that you put into the fad diets and the quick fixes and the I'll just start fresh on Monday. Like all that, all the energy you put into that is the same energy you you put into actually getting to the heart of it. And and you get to see those those results and in, in those answers 
pay dividends. <laughs> like what you learn from figuring out and getting deep on why you're not doing something that will serve you for the rest of your life. You are building, you're building equity in that. You're kind of, you're owning your home essentially. So if you're willing to do that, I am the coach for you and I want to work with you. And so please, please, please don't hesitate to ask questions, to share, to um, just reach out and talk to me. I've got, like I said, a couple more spots and this is closing on December 6th. Friday night at midnight is the absolute last time that I will take any enrollments for this coaching program because I want to make sure that first of all, I can actually help, right? Two weeks is not is not enough time to, to make a significant difference in your like long-term strategies necessarily. So I want to make sure that I'm doing what I can. And that does start with a little bit of time, right? You got to have time, you got to have patience. And so December 6th is the final day for one-on-one -on -one uh, for one-on-one -on -one coaching through my holiday coaching program. With that, you're going to get the holiday course and you are going to get weekly support and accountability. We're going to use your daily planner. We are going to hit it hard. If you are willing to do the work, if you are willing to commit to yourself for 12 weeks and you are willing to do the work and get deep, I am your coach and I want to see you kill it. Like I have so much confidence in you. And I say this all the time. I want to, I'm going to put this on a shirt or a hat or something. So if you're interested in some merch, hit me up. <laughs> your progress, your process is ruining your progress. This is how we go about the holidays. This is how we go about the new year. Your process is ruining your progress. If you're ready to see the progress you've been waiting for, we got to, it starts with the process. If you want to have a process that works and you want to have a process that lasts, it starts by getting deep. And I am a coach that can help you do that. So reach out to me. Um, I'm going to put a link here where you can actually sign up for the, what I have you, what, okay. So what I have anybody that I'm any, any potential clients, what I have them do is I have them fill out an application. It's not scary. You're not bound to anything. It just really is. It's a, like six questions where I can, and I also kind of call it an assessment interchangeably because it sounds less scary. Um, but really it, ask some questions and like, what are your goals? Why are you here? What have you tried? How much, you know, how much have you spent on crap that hasn't worked for you? <laughs> Essentially, like that's my favorite question. How much have you spent on stuff that hasn't worked for you in the past? Like, what have you done so that I am fully equipped when we have a phone call to talk about it? Like if I'm a good fit, it's totally possible. I'm not a good fit. If I'm not a good fit, or if I don't think you need me, I will not work with you. I have a lot of integrity in that way. And I'm not just here to get clients and to talk about like, oh yeah, here's how I can help you. And I'm not going to, to blow smoke. I'm going to say, here's how I can help you tangibly. This is, this is the outcome that we can get. This feels very realistic to me. Here's how I can help. Or I'm going to say, you know what? You've got this. Awesome. You don't need me. Here is my podcast. Here are my Instagram posts and my Facebook posts. Here's all the value that I'm going to give you for free. We don't need to work together. You've got this. You can do this. I have full confidence you can do this on your own. And there are plenty of people that I talk to who that's the case. So if you're even curious on like, do I need help or can I do this on my own? Or you even just want a little bit of guidance, I I'm, I'm here. I'm your girl. So again, in the show notes here, it's going to take you to a link that is going to give you the, um, just the application. Again, there's nothing binding. If you decide that you are like, you know what, this, I changed my mind. Awesome. I mean, I'll be sad, but, <laughs> but that's okay. That's totally fine. You're not bound to anything. So again, I've got the application. We've got the 12 week. Let me see if I can wrap this up. 12 week coaching, um, that closes enrollment closes December, Friday, December 6th at midnight. That is going like, 
I guess technically Saturday morning. So let's say 11:59 p.m. on Friday, December 6th is going to be the last ti- the last kind of time limit that I'm going to be offering this and, and opening up spots for that. And after that, they are closed. I will not be offering holiday coaching again until uh, next holiday season because that wouldn't actually apply. Um, so if you're curious, go ahead and click the link to supply. We can talk all details and what it might look like for you in your life. Um, and without further ado, I just wanted to share that because I've been getting a lot of questions on like, what is a, what do you do? Like, what does a coach look like? Because my experience with, you know, and I get people telling me this, that their experience with a health coach is an Herbalife coach, somebody who sells them shakes and tells them what product to order. And that is so, that, I don't use the term health coach for that reason, because that is what we tend to associate a lot of health coaches with, or we just don't even know what it is. And that's totally valid. This is kind of a new frontier. When I went into coaching, my mom was like, is there a market for that? I'm like, well, it's new, but like, it's, it's so, there's such a big market. Over time, there's such a big market because if you can invest in yourself now, instead of having to invest in your medical bills later, I know that's such a cliche example and something that people talk about with like feeding yourself with your, with having good food, but it's so valid. Like if you can spend, if you can put 12 weeks up front and you can make all the changes that you need to, or at least get a head start on making some of the changes you need to, while you still, while you can, while you've got time, you've got energy, it's not a problem. I'm not saying that everything that we do is going to turn into a disease because that's a scare tactic and I am not a big fan of fear monitoring. It actually makes you really mad. My blood boils. Um, so moral of the story is that if you can prevent anything, if you're able to take some time now and put that up front towards your health, that can pay dividends in the long run. We know an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Uh, and so that's really, that's why I'm here. That's why I am in the industry. And yeah, it's still small. Not a lot of people know what is a behavior change coach? What is a health coach? What does that actually look like in like real credentialed situations where I'm, you know, I'm not just health coach is not a regulated term, which is where things get a little dicey. Um, just like trainers are not regulated, um, personal trainers, neither are health coaches right now. Um, and so I do think that'll change. And I think that'll change in the near future. But I also think you're going to see health coaching become a part of your regular medical practice. A lot of, of practices are incorporating health coaches and people who can help just have more of a hands-on like there's got it, there's the gap between, okay, I see a doctor and then now it's on me to implement everything the doctor said, not only to, to that's not even to say like that even, even if the doctor said things that were realistic, now I got to put it into practice. But then on top of that, a lot of the things that the doctors say to us are really well-meaning, but from a, as, from a behavior change perspective, they're not helpful, right? Like your doctor tells you to quit smoking. You're like, thanks. Wow, that's amazing. I already knew that. <laughs> but that is in and of itself is not enough to like, okay, well, there's no how, right? I am the person to help you how. I'm the person to help you to figure out what, how do I take what I've been told and actually put it into practice? And so I think that going back to what I was saying about the, the, just what you're going to see about the prolifer- pr- proliferation of health coaches in the next few years, I just, I feel really blessed and lucky to be able to get in at a time where, yeah, it's not super recognized. I will tell people a million times what I do uh, until it just so that it can become a little bit more well-known and and be able to just share all the amazing things that I get to do day day in and day out. Because the amount of people that I can impact on levels that doctors don't get to just because of the, how the medical system is set up is, is incredible. It is, that is why I get up and do what I do every single day. And I just feel so blessed to be able to get, to get to do this. And so, um, I've said this before, share your story. I want to hear what's going on with you. I want to hear what you're going through and I want to know what is going on in your life. So with that being said, let's get into our episode for today. I had no clue how long that little intro or little piece was going to be. And thanks for going on some tangents with me on your Monday morning because it is, sometimes it's fun. 
I know this is probably not a surprise, but I could talk about this stuff all day long. If I could do an eight-hour podcast and people would listen, I would do it. I think I'd probably just be talking to myself, so I don't know that anybody would listen, but you know, it is what it is. Okay, so today's conversation is directly on the heels of last, well, of of last week, where Thursday was Thanksgiving. And I had a lot of people who I saw on Facebook, on Instagram, on Snapchat, everybody it seems like is like, well, I'm just going to continue to to eat pie for breakfast because I, I overdid it on Thursday. And I just... I just really want to talk about that. So um, fair warning here. I want to talk about who this episode is for and who it's not. If you are somebody who you had your Thanksgiving meal, it was amazing, and then you moved on with your life, this is not your episode. You can probably head out from here. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Feel free to continue to listen, but this episode is not for you. If you, however, um, feel like you've wrecked your week or you've kind of totally just wrecked your weekend or gone off track or crazy and you should just wait until Monday to get back on track, this is for you. This episode is for the person that feels compelled by the ads to detox and fast after your Thanksgiving meal. You're juicing, you're fasting, you're like trying to quote unquote like help your digestion. And that is typically attached to a pitch to, to, to purchase something, to purchase some sort of fast or detox or to participate in some sort of fad or just we've all seen it. <laughs> let's just let's just leave that there. We've seen it, right? And so the biggest thing that I saw, I think, from other people in the industry that drove me crazy is like, oh, okay, so if you're gonna go into your Oh, Thanksgiving, make sure if you're going to go into your Thanksgiving meal, make sure you get in a workout, make sure you don't eat anything white, make sure you only have a tiny slice of pie or no slice at all. Uh, and then make sure that you don't eat after five and that then you fast for 12 hours or 24 hours is even better. And then you drink this detox juice for two days. And then you like, what are we doing? It just does not have to be so complicated. Oh, my head is exploding. As, an, as a professional in the industry trying to figure out what I'm quote unquote supposed to do according to the industry, like what the heck are we doing? Why is it so complicated? It just doesn't have to be this way. So I wanted to like, I just want to get right to the point. I created this episode if you are feeling overwhelmed by what happened this last week. And I just want to start out by saying you haven't wrecked anything and you don't need to detox fast or juice for the weekend to quote unquote make up for it. Like you just don't need to do anything extreme. You got nothing. You've nothing to make up for. You just ate a meal and it was delicious and I really hope you enjoyed it. And I hope the guilt didn't get to you and take all the fun out of doing this because that would be the worst of all the worlds. If we're doing this and then we're feeling so guilty that we can't even control, like we can't even handle it, that sucks. And let me be really blunt, just because this is normal does not mean it's right. Just because having guilt or going overboard or feeling like, oh, I can just wear my stretchy pants to Thanksgiving because everybody's going to, like, that's not, just because it's normal doesn't mean it's right and doesn't mean that that's what you have to do or should do. Just because everybody else is panicking and just because everybody else is throwing away everything that they've learned for one day doesn't mean that you should do that either or, or I guess do that as well. And it doesn't mean that it's a good relationship with food. A good relationship with food does not mean that we are going crazy on one day and then restricting the rest or going crazy and then realizing like, eh, I've already gone crazy. So what? what's the point? Why even try to, oh, you know, eat healthy the rest of the week? What's the point? Why even, why even do that? That's not a good relationship with food. 
that is a messed up relationship with food that we've learned from our culture because we don't know how to have a good relationship with food. That is what that is. So I do like it just because it's normal does not mean it's right. Does not mean we should be that way and does not mean it has to be that way. Okay, so now let's talk about what what you do need to do. So what you don't need to do is detox, fast, do any sort of tea, skip meals for three days. I guess that was dramatic. Skip meals for one day (laughs) or even skipping a couple meals in order to atone for your nutritional sin. Like it just doesn't have to be that complicated. What you do need to do though, and I want to say this so forcefully and with so much love, you have to recognize that you are the one driving the train. I'm like making really aggressive gestures here and I'm sure you could hear that. You are the one driving the train. Just because society says you have to go crazy or you have to fast, it's like one one extreme or the other. Who effing cares? Who even cares what everybody else is doing and what everybody else says and what everyone else is, like how everyone else is reacting to their quote unquote mess up? Like you are the one who's driving the train. You get to decide what you eat. You get to decide what you're doing, when you exercise, if you exercise, if you like all this stuff is on you. That should be encouraging and that should be that should give you so much awareness of like, whoa, if I don't feel that it's on me, that is because I've been brainwashed to feel like I have to listen to what every person on Instagram is doing or every person, every fitness professional or a trainer says or what. If you feel like it's not your choice, that is a red flag. Figure out who is running the, figure out who's running the train. You are driving the train. You make the choices for yourself. Nobody else decides what goes into your body. Nobody else can tell you what to eat, what you should or shouldn't do. They can try, but it doesn't mean that they can. They, nobody else gets to rule you and your, your health and what you decide to do with your body, to your body, whether that's exercise or what you're eating for food or what you're drinking. Nobody else gets a say in what you what you do. You are the only one who gets a say and you are the only people who are you are the only person who's who gets to do that so number one is you're going to recognize that you are driving the train number two is you're going to recognize that monday is arbitrary like i can't even explain how arbitrary and random that monday is i know monday is like the start of a new week but it's not the most efficient day to start stuff (laughs) you're going to work like if you if we really stop to think about it the most effective and efficient day to start something is like a saturday or sunday so where you've got more time you've got more energy you are potentially you're not waking up early and rushed you've you're probably home right? A busy day is different, but like you're home and you can eat the food that you have. You can make your stuff like that is a much better day. If I ever start something, I actually really like to do it on a Saturday <laughs> because I then have two days under my belt before I actually have to go to work and things are a little bit, um, even if I work from, like, even though I work from home, it's still, I mean, a work day is still a work day, right? I don't have time to like cook in the middle of my day. And even if I did, I wouldn't do that because I've can think of a hundred things I'd like to do more often or more uh, with that time. So like Margaret, Monday is so arbitrary, especially in a time. And I know that this was, the, you know, Thanksgiving is was on a Thursday, just like every other year in history. Um, but I believe that Christmas is on a Wednesday. Like if we take this and have this exact same attitude, you turn one day or two, let's say two days, so let's say Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, you turn two days which is literally starts on a Tuesday into an entire week because of a random day because you feel like oh well I'll just start on I'll just start on Monday. Like what is so special about Mondays that that is the day that everybody feels the need to start and that we can't even look at anything until Monday. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> so Monday is so arbitrary. Like so so arbitrary. 
And I, and I've actually with that, I've been racking my brain to try to figure out what is a good, like as a third party, like I'm not, I'm not you. And so I can see things in your life. If we were to have a conversation, I can see things in your life that are like really, I don't, maybe obvious. I don't know where it's like, oh yeah, that's very clear to me. And you're in too close to the situation. So you're like, oh, I hadn't even thought about it like that. Nothing special about me. You could do the same thing for my life. I have people in my life who, all the time who are like, um, yeah, so you know that that doesn't make sense, right? I'm like, wait, no, I didn't because I'm too close. <laughs> it's the same thing here. So I, I'm going to give you a couple examples and I'll just give you the examples because I wanted to highlight how ridiculous it is to kind of wait four days to try to get back, quote unquote, back on track or back into your routine just because of the day of the week. That's like, okay, I've got three examples. So number one is it's like getting a bad grade on something and then waiting until you get four more bad grades to like refocus. You're like, okay, I got this, this first bad grade. I'm just going to, you know what, I'm going to bomb the next four tests. Uh, and then I'm like, and then because it's like September or let's say, I don't know, because then it's December 1st in the start of a new month, I'll just start to refocus and I'll do good then, right? Like it's so arbitrary. Um, second one is like <laughs> you're late to work on a Tuesday and you're like, well, I've already wrecked my attendance for the week, so I might as well just be late and I'll just be on time next Monday. Like I'll be late the rest of the week. I'll just mosey in with my iced coffee late uh, later in the day and then we'll kind of figure out what's what's going on and we'll go there, go from there. Uh, like how silly is that? You are late on a Tuesday and you feel like you've wrecked your entire week. So you're not going to go to work on time again until Monday. Yeah, no, we all know that that would not fly. That is not a thing. And then number three is you realize you're only going to get six hours of sleep. Let's say, okay, it's busy. It's a sun. It's a Sunday night. You're like, I'm only going to get like six hours of sleep tonight because I've had so much going on. I might as well just not sleep. I'll, I'll just skip sleep tonight and I'll just sleep tomorrow. And if in your head or in your car, you're going, what is she talking about? That is the exact same reaction that I have when we say, wait till Monday. Like, what is so special about Monday? Why are we doing that? Because we don't need to. And it doesn't benefit you in any way. And actually what it does is it it hurts you. You are under, just like I talked about, in, uh, you know, in, when we start in January, and we've taken the entire month of December off because we messed up for Thanksgiving and we're just going to give up and wait until January, you are operating out of a place of frustration with yourself or frustration with where you're at or unhappiness or whatever. That prompts you to set goals and, and ask yourself to do things that you're, you probably know full well you're not going to do. If you've said every week for the last year, I'm going to exercise seven days a week and you haven't done it, this Monday is not going to be any different. You can tell yourself it's going to be different. You can think, well, you know, I, I'm more focused this week. I'll really, I'll really lock it down this week and nothing is going to change because nothing is different. So we're making these, if you're falling into the same pattern of like, I am, you know, telling myself I'm going to do something on Sunday night because I feel really excited about Monday and I'm like, yes, this is a fresh start. And I, and by Wednesday, I fizzle out. That is because you are asking yourself to do too much and you're putting yourself in the situation of being unhappy or on, on, on like not okay with your situation right now. And so you're using that and looking at the next week through that lens of unhappiness instead of through a lens of like, what is, what is actually realistic for me in this? And again, this is, this is really common, right? Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean it's how it has to be, but it's really common. And we, like, we're too close to the situation and we have, like, so many different things that are going on in our head, so many layers of feelings, things of, like, guilt and frustration and triumph, rebellion, like, nobody's gonna tell me what to do and I should, all sorts of things. I can't even explain them all. I could not list them all out for you. But there are so many layers. It's like a seven-layer dip of emotions. 
that skew it and that that skew our vision of ourselves and our vision of of what's possible and just make it so much harder for us to reach our goals because we're not setting realistic goals anyways. Um, So how do we do this? What do we do then? We take ourselves out of the situation and we look at it objectively. From Friday to Sunday, if you're eating three meals a day, you have nine, nine opportunities to change your perspective and make a choice that's going to make you feel good. One meal does not and really should not like be such a big deal that that it has the power to determine what the other eight are. One meal out of nine should not be and should not have the power to determine what the other eight meals are. Like it just doesn't need to be that way. When we look at the numbers, I know how significant it feels in our head because I've done this a billion times. This is why I talk about this. This is why I can talk about this. This is how I, why I'm so passionate and and what drives all of my messages is I've been here and I know how much it sucks (laughs) and I don't want anybody to have to deal with that anymore. I just don't want you to have to go through the same stuff over and over and over again and hope for a different result and just getting the same the same stuff and having so much drama attached to it that is not it's not like your fault that there's so much drama we are conditioned to feel like food is a really big deal and oh my gosh I shouldn't eat that and there's so much like morality that we tie to what we're eating and what we're not eating and if somebody's not eating something we're feeling offended and if they are eating something we're like why are you eating that and why aren't you eating this instead and oh my gosh it's exhausting just talking about it and thinking about it it's just exhausting it's and honestly, okay, so so the other thing too is we tend to feel like these meals have more significance than they do, right? Like if you're having a Thanksgiving meal, to you it was a big deal. It's a holiday, right? But it might not be it's it's still just one meal, right? Even if it's a day where you maybe ate two meals in instead of like three normal meals, we ate two Thanksgiving meals, it's still just a day. Like it's not any different than any other day. It just is a day. It doesn't need to be a weekend, it's just a day. But it's kind of like the the Fallacy of like flipping a coin. So if you take a coin, your chances of flipping heads are always 50-50. Always. You always have a 50, 50% chance of flipping heads. But we feel like when there is like three heads in a row, the next one's got to be a, a, a tails because, you know, the three heads in the row, that was that was really, really lucky. Like that, like the one before it has an impact on the on what the next outcome is going to be. So I've gotten three heads, so I must have a tail soon because that's not, because I've already had three heads. But Every coin flip is a is a different try. It's the, you have the exact same odds every single time. Every single time you've got the exact same odds. One does not impact, like the previous flip does not impact the next flip. And that is how we should view our meals. One previous flip does not, or a meal, I guess meal would make more sense in this example. But one previous meal does not make it, it should not impact the next meal in a way that is so substantial that we're making completely different choices that are on either end of the spectrum. That we're, you know, that we're either taking it to the extreme of like, okay, I'm just going to go crazy, or I better restrict, 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 because I'm really figuring, you know, I I had a, a bad meal. Right. Oh my gosh, I had a bad meal. I should really restrict myself. I should juice. I should pay attention to what I'm eating. And I should only have vegetables and, and lean protein for three more days. Like what you can do is you can say earlier, I had a meal that was really high in carbs. So this next meal, I'm going to really focus on my fats and I'm going to try to prioritize those. Maybe I'll have more carbs. Maybe I won't, but I'm really going to prioritize this stuff because of the last meal. And I want to have a balanced day. I want to overall balance my day or my week and call it a day. So they can have a little bit of stringing together, but it's, do you, can you see the difference? Like it's, it's, it goes from a much more extreme 
of like, oh gosh, this means that I am like I had a, a an unhealthy meal, which means I'm bad. So I have to be bad the rest of the week and I'll just be good on Monday or I'll be bad for this meal and I, ha- I have to be really good for the rest of the day and the rest of the week um, to kind of atone, again, atone for the sin is what it feels like. And if we are just able to see it as it's just one meal, like it really is just one meal and that it's it doesn't have so much weight on who we are as people and what it says about our character or that we are like, you can just eat a meal. We just let it be a meal. It's just a meal and let it be what it is. And it is independent of all the other meals that you've eaten. So girl, take a deep breath. Like seriously, take a deep breath and take the drama out of what you're eating because it just doesn't have to be that way. We are adding so much stress to our lives and we're so hyper-focused on stuff that doesn't really matter in the long run. It's one meal. Who gives a crap? (laughs) Who gives a crap in the long run? Like you're not going to look back even a year. Tell me what you ate last year on Thanksgiving. Tell me what you did the next three days. Like, can you even recall that? I can't. I don't know what I ate last week. I don't care. I don't even know what I had. Today is Sunday. I don't even know what I had yesterday to eat. I don't remember. I honestly don't even know what I had for breakfast this morning. So maybe that's just a memory thing. But (laughs) it's not significant. Like, if if that is the most significant thing, our priorities are really messed up. And I say that with so much love because this, I, this is coming from somebody who food was my idol for a very long time. It was how I measured my success. It's, it was how I measured my worth as a person. It was how I decided if my day was good or bad. But if that, like, that's where my priorities were and they were really messed up. Like I wasn't, I was so hyper-focused on all the small things that didn't matter that I missed all the really good stuff that happened around me that I couldn't pay attention to because I was so focused on what I ate and what I was doing. And since I've lightened up and since I found my balance, which you can do too, I've honestly never been happier. My husband and I, we were uh, grocery shopping today, or Garrison and I were grocery shopping today, and we were just, we it's very rare that we don't meal plan, uh, but we didn't today. This weekend was really busy. I mean, it was a, it was a holiday weekend and, and we had a baby shower to go to today. So on the way home from the baby shower, we're like, it's four o'clock. Let's just go and we'll swing by Target and get our groceries. There's no point in having them delivered because they won't get here till nine and we can't do anything with them. So we'll just go. We don't have a plan, but let's just go and see what happens. And honestly, it was so freeing to not have to think about how much protein is in this. And oh my gosh, can I have that? Or does this fit in my macros? Or is this according to my meal plan? I could just go and I could say, you know what? Let's have tacos this week. Tacos sound really good. I'm going to get a taco packet. We've got some some meat at home. This will be really great. I'll get some flour tacos because I'm not so I'm not so concerned with the carbs and things that I can't function. And I just I can like I've, I felt very thankful in that moment that I have found a balance and that I can just waltz into the grocery store and get whatever sounds good. Um, we also got a lot of salads and we got a lot of lean protein and we are going to make burgers tonight after I record this. And I'm so hungry that that sounds so, so good. And I can't wait. And I'm just like relaxed, just like that client that I talked about earlier who said this holiday season, she's zero out of 10 stress. Like that's unheard of. I am so proud of her. She's put in the work. She's doing what she needs to be doing. She's done all of the, all the work mentally and emotionally to get to this place and the, and the work physically, right? She proactively thought about stuff. She asked her family for the gift list ahead of time so that she could get everything prepped and ready when, you know, according to her own timeline, there's some really simple things that she did, but she put the work in to get the results. And I just want to share that I, if you were not involved in my five-day um, 
holiday, five days of holiday confidence Facebook challenge, it's over. Um, so this is not a plug for that. But if you weren't involved in that, you didn't see some of the amazing things that, that people said. But people are saying in five days, they feel more balanced. They feel like they are, their eyes are open to what that could look like. They are in just five days, you guys. Like it's not you are not a lost cause. If you are willing and open to work on it, you are absolutely not a lost cause. I have strategies. I have ideas. I have, I have questions to challenge you. I might, I might completely challenge the way that you think about things. And if that's, a, that is something that you want, that is what I can provide. <laughs> and that is one of my favorite things is to just to, to get down to the why to figure out what drives you. My psychology minded brain really, I just really want to know what drives you. Why are you making the choices you're making? And how can we get you the outcome that you're looking for? Those are all possible. You can find your balance. You can have a holiday that is stress free. And that is just drama free when it comes to food. I can't promise about your family, but I can promise about your food. Those are things that we can that we can work on and talk about and think through. And people who I had 60 some people in the Facebook group and every single one of them had said this has changed my life in 5 days. It's I feel so blessed to be able to do what I do every single day and to share the message I share and for your ears because you're listening every single week and you're just talking with people and sharing with me how this has impacted you and I want to hear from you. I know I say that in every episode, but I'm so serious. I want to hear from you. Share this episode with somebody who maybe struggled or maybe your the your partner in crime for going all out for the for the last couple days. Share this episode with them. If you th- think somebody can benefit from hearing what I do as a coach, share this with them. The best way to spread this message and to get this message across to the people who really need to hear it is by sharing it. I'm doing what I can. I want to know if you guys are loving this and you feel like this has impacted you in any way, share with your friends, share with the people you think this could impact as well. Don't be shy with that. And the more people that hear this, the more it can benefit from a more balanced lifestyle. So I want to recap a couple things we've talked about today. First of all, as a coach, what I do is I'm a behavior change coach. I don't tell you what to do and how to do it. Um, I figure out why we're not doing it and, and how to actually implement the things that we're struggling with. So we get down to the why, we get to the root cause so we can overcome it. And we are not just creating meal plans and doing the simple stuff and telling you that you should exercise because duh, right? You know that. Um, I'm not going to tell you all that. You already know that. If you don't know that, if you want to talk about that, I'm a health coach. We absolutely can talk about that. My priority is to help you figure out how to do what you know you want to be doing and, and to figure out why you are not doing what you what you want to be doing. Um, what is standing in your way? That's something that we can talk about and we can, that I can help with. So as a reminder, my holiday coaching program is closing on, on December 6th at 11.59 p.m. And so that is the last opportunity that you'll have to get into some holiday coaching where we are going to, it's going to take you from December through the holidays um, and then also through the end of February so that you're starting off your holiday season um, or your, I guess, finishing out your holiday season well and you're starting the new year in a way that is going to be a sustainable path for you so you're not going all out January 1st and then crashing and burning before the end of January you are going at a steady sustainable pace to see the results you're looking for and the lifelong change that you're hoping for that is what coaching with me looks like is lifelong change because you're learning strategies uh, but you're also getting to the heart of it there's no there's no cover-up of symptoms there's no right like like not being able to falling off track every Wednesday that's a symptom that is not the cause there's not some sort of thing about Wednesday intrinsically that you don't like that that makes you fall off track it's that it's something else so if you're just saying oh Wednesdays are like I just need to find my motivation and just stick it through. Like that's a symptom. You're just covering up a symptom without getting to the root cause of things. So we overcome that. Um, But then I also wanted to, you know, we talked today about starting on Monday, waiting to start till Monday. 
I want to remind you that you are driving the train. You are the one that decides what you eat, when you eat, how you eat, why you eat, and what that looks like for you. And when you eat things that you feel are healthy for you and things that you eat are unhealthy for you, you drive the train. Nobody else gets to make that choice for you. And that is completely on you, which hopefully is encouraging. So don't forget that. But then also remembering, wow, that's such a hard word, (laughs) remembering that Monday is so arbitrary. Monday, just because it's the fresh, the start of a week doesn't mean anything. It's typically not easiest to start on Monday. Also, Mondays kind of are not that much fun for most of us. So if you're adding something else that you don't like to your Monday, that's not going to help it. That's not going to make it any better. So starting on Saturday or even Friday, or just pick a different day of the week to start and you'll be, you'll be golden, especially if it's a weekend day. It just makes it easier. So with that, I think that is everything. Um, Take yourself out of the situation and look at it objectively. Are you being ridiculous? Like the example of only getting six hours of sleep when you wanted to get eight. So you decided not to sleep at all and just wait till tomorrow. If that is, if that feels ridiculous to you, but you kind of feel convicted by that, (laughs) that is a good sign that you should take a step back and look at it objectively. Again, if you need help, I am here. If you need coaching, support, accountability, you need to figure out the why, that is what I am here for. That I am your coach if that's the case. If that's not the case, amazing. Please keep listening to the podcast. Please keep interacting with me on Instagram and Facebook. Um, If you don't want to get to the heart of it, I'm not your coach and that's totally fine. If you don't feel ready, I'm not your coach. That's okay. I want to work with you if you are feeling ready and you are ready to not just make the changes, but you're ready to dig deep and to figure out why so that you can overcome this and stop struggling with it. Because the cycle will continue until you figure out the why. So you you can cover up the what a million times, but until you figure out the why, things don't actually change. So um, this is a, a wa- another whopper of an episode. So apparently I got a lot to say today. <laughs> Thank you for your ears. Keep your eyes peeled or your ears and eyes peeled. Um, I'm going to be over the next couple of weeks and I haven't quite decided when I'm going to do this, but I'm going to be leaking some of the episodes from last year's holiday collection, <laughs> if you will, I guess is what we're going to call it. Um, they still apply. So I want, I want, just wanted to bring those back from the archives so that you have, you've got access to those and those are reposted so they're fresh so that you can listen back to those because just because they're a year old doesn't mean anything. The holidays are the same every year. Uh, so I'll keep your eye. I want you guys to keep your eyes peeled for those. Um, those are coming out as well. And I think that's everything. So I'm going to pop on out of here and go eat some burgers that are going to be so delicious. Have an amazing rest of your week. Please get in touch if you want to fill out an application. Um, the And again, it's no pressure and you're not bound to anything or, or held by anything, but it gives me a little bit of, instead of just having like a cold conversation where now I have to like you have to lay out everything for me and tell me everything you've done. It just takes up so much time where if I can ask you some some specific questions ahead of time on the application um, or assessment, whichever feels most comfortable for you, it just, we are able to hit the ground running and I'm able to tell you, great, looks like you've tried this. Here's how I can help. Here's what I can't help. Um, I'm a good fit. I'm not a good fit. That's totally fine. I don't work with everybody. <laughs> I don't work with everybody who wants to work with me because that's not helpful for you or helpful for me because I really want dedicated clients who are here to work, who are here to do what they have been waiting their whole lives to kind of overcome and and fix and just see some changes in. So I'm your coach. I got you, but I'm going to let you go now. Thank you so much for your time. Have a beautiful rest of your week and happy December. Bye, babe.
That's all we've got for our episode today. Thank you for listening. And I want to hear from you. Rate and review the podcast. It's actually the best way to support the show and spread the message. New episodes drop every Monday, so don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You can find me on Instagram at thebalancedbody underscore or at balancedbodyhealth.com. Want to work with me? Click the link in the show notes to schedule your free session to see if we're a good fit. And finally, any comments, requests, or suggestions on who or what you want to hear on the show, send them to me via email or on Instagram, and I'll see what I can do. Have a wonderful rest of your week and stay balanced. Stay balanced.